Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello, hello. I feel like it's been a pretty crazy few months so far with these podcasts. I'm up to episode 16, which seems pretty hectic. I, yeah, can't believe we've done that many. Um, thank you guys for listening along and following along so far. It's been quite a whirlwind of a journey, but you know, 2021, that was to be expected. So building up um, over the next couple months, I just want to let you guys know that I'm doing a few more workshops, which is pretty cool. So doing some more live face-to-face events. Um, so I've done a couple in Albany. I've actually got some scheduled for Dunsborough, Bustleton, Perth area, which I'm working on. So if you do have an event or a location or a place that you'd like to see me at. So these workshops are run, they're called the Gut Hormone Workshop. So we focus in on healing your IBS, bloating, digestive stress, as well as period imbalances. Uh, Yes, we do that in about an hour together. I have a little bit of a presentation that I talk through. Um, It's quite interactive. You can ask questions, there's a little quiz. There's lots of support. So if that's something that interests you, please reach out and let me know because I would love to see you at one or I would love to conduct one near you. It's just usually a matter of finding a space and a venue. So uh, if you have a yoga or Pilates studio or a gym that you go to or that you know the owner, uh, just let me know because it would be awesome to get in contact with you. Awesome, and one other thing that I'm super excited about that should be coming up in the next couple months is I have a new website launching, which is amazing because my current one is great, but I built it with Squarespace, which has been awesome, but it's been really hard work doing it all myself and updating it all the time and everything, and it's just not quite functioning the way I want it to because I'm a little bit OCD with some things and just the design elements not my area not my thing I can help you with gut health I cannot help you with drawing beautiful things and putting color combinations together so I have uh, got a wonderful beautiful incredibly talented lady helping me so I'm excited to launch that out to you guys now today's episode is a little bit of a catchphrase there five quick fixes for bloating so we do know that I am super passionate about the root cause and understanding why you're bloated and things that can be helping with your bloating but <laughs> sometimes you just need some help right now because you're bloated and you're uncomfortable and there might just be little tweaks that you can make that will actually help your bloating without having to and do a complete diet overhaul or jump into some GI testing or those kinds of things. There are some quick fixes which might just, you know, take you over the edge and give you those sort of symptoms relief that you're after. 
So I want you to think about when the last time was that you did actually go to your GP and you walked away feeling inspired to improve your gut health. So, so often we do look for help on these kinds of topics like bloating and IBS. And I talk about this a lot. And when we just walk away with either IBS diagnosis or uh, just some quick fix birth control pills or things, then we are left feeling more and more frustrated. So I do generally find that when we focus on the symptom and not the root cause, that's when we end up frustrated, broke, we spend a lot of money, we lose motivation to improve our health. So I talk a lot about the root causes and understanding them rather than just the symptoms. But like I said, today I am going to give you a few quick fixes for just things that might help you relieve some of those symptoms while you're working on the root cause. Before we jump into that, I just want to quickly recap what bloating is. So bloating is that feeling of fullness and pressure. So I describe it, it's that pressure from the inside. Often it does push your abdomen out. So it can be worse a couple hours after eating when the food's made its way to its small or large intestine. But in some cases, I see it within 20 minutes of eating. Uh, when it gets to your stomach or there is like many 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 women that I speak to that claim they um, look pregnant even when they wake up or they have this feeling of intense fullness without eating much more than a salad so sometimes it's just a small salad or a glass of water or anything that is causing them to be bloated um, and other times we see this bloating paired with this smelly gas, which is not pleasant for you and the ones around you. And the worst is actually when you're at work or you're out in social events and you can smell yourself. Sounds gross, but I know it happens, uh, especially when there's something funky going on with your gut. So let's think about besides a weekend of overindulgence in pasta, wine, dairy, what else can cause bloating? So this is an interesting one to think about, but it may actually be your healthy diet. So all those fruits and veggies that you are trying to digest may actually be a little bit too much work for your gut. So sometimes women do a complete diet overhaul and like, yep, I'm you know going to get in shape, going to look after my body. You start including a whole heap of fiber, which previously you weren't including a lot of or enough of. And all of a sudden you are really smelly and gassy and you have all this bloating. You're like, this sucks. Like I'm just going back to my old standard diet with a little bit more fat, a bit more meat, uh, less vegetables, because at least I didn't feel this way. So why is this happening? Why is your poor, your good diet giving you poor gut symptoms? The most common cause of bloating or smelly gas is an overgrowth of opportunistic or bad bacteria. So like I've talked about in previous episodes, this, can, this food um, ferments in your intestines causing gas and bloating. So if you don't have adequate levels of good bacteria in your gut, you cannot digest the fiber from fruits and vegetables. So the trillions of bacteria in your intestines are responsible for the digestion of your food. So therefore, without them, the food goes undigested, causing this fermentation and gas. 
Okay, so how do we rebuild the good gut flora to be able to digest our food, absorb our fruits and vegetable nutrients adequately? So this is an analogy that I use a lot. Just like building your muscles in the gym, you need to and can build up your fiber feeding bacteria. So if you start by adding in around five grams of fruits or veggies each week, so just these small amounts each week, it will start to feed and build up your good gut flora. Okay, they will start to increase rather than adding in 20 to 30 grams in a day. So having a lot of fruits at uh, breakfast, snacking on raw veggies, having a big salad for lunch, some more fruit in the afternoon, and then a very fiber rich dinner, you may notice your bloating is worse. Okay, because those fiber, those bacteria, sorry, are completely out of whack. So it's just start little bits by little bits. If you are, you know, you are planning on increasing and improving your diet, awesome, and I salute you, that's amazing, I love it, yay. <laughs> but it's just start slowly and build your way up so that you don't have these adverse side effects. It's kind of like if you're reintroducing FODMAPs or legumes or gluten, that something that you've been off for quite a while. You always start with small amounts um, over a couple of days and just monitor your reactions then have a few days off. So fiber, just start small and build your way up. If you know, you've been struggling with this for years and you do eat a healthy diet and still have all the problems, then yes, go back to one of my episodes on stool testing and have a listen to that because that will be the next step for you. Okay, so now the bit that you are really after. What are some quick fixes? Again, not long-term solutions, but things that might just help you right now. Okay, number one, it's about the way you eat. So eat slowly and ensure you're relaxed when you're eating. So get out of that flight or fight mode. Your pancreas cannot function properly when you're under stress, okay? Which means it's not secreting enough digestive enzymes, which means you cannot and will not be breaking down your food properly. You need lots of those digestive juices to help break down your food so it uh, can also be fermented by your good bacteria. Again, this is something that does show up on the GI map, uh, whether you have adequate levels of these digestive enzymes or not, but just start, start with sitting down and just eating properly rather than we're always in this fight or flight mode. The second thing is avoiding large amounts of fluid around meals. So this can dilute your stomach acid, which means that again, your food's not getting broken down properly. I do commonly see low stomach acid as well, especially if people cannot break down proteins properly and they can ferment a little bit. And sometimes this has also been linked to things like psoriasis or acne. So avoid those large amounts of fluid around your meals. So little sips are okay, obviously, but a big glass of water before, during, after can really impair your digestion. Third thing, avoid triggers. So trigger foods we've talked about before, but things like legumes, gluten, dairy, and then some of those really high FODMAP ones like garlic and onions. But they can be triggers around your meal. So if you're going to be having them, make sure they are cooked or fermented or soaked. So if your legumes, you really want to include them, try soaking them and adding them in your food. Gluten, maybe make sure it's a soured or a fermented source of gluten, okay? Dairy, organic and sourced properly, not just um, cheap commercial forms of dairy. 
so these triggers may stimulate that bloating in you and like i said if you don't have that bacteria it is harder so avoid them for a couple weeks we always say four to six weeks avoid them see if your bloating gets better if it doesn't at least you know if it does then you can go hey it really is a bacterial issue let me add in some prebiotic fibers and build up those good gut flora so number four take digestive enzymes or bitter herbs with meals so some helpful digestive foods that you could include are things like fennel. I remember when I was seeing an Ayurvedic practitioner and he talked about soaking fennel seeds in water and uh, drinking them on an empty stomach or before a meal because it was quite calming and did help with things like constipation. But having fennel seeds, uh, ginger, fresh ginger is amazing for digestion. Cinnamon even sprinkled on your foods in your smoothies. Uh, peppermint, a little bit of peppermint tea, uh, that can be really, really helpful as well. Apple cider vinegar is another one. Having one to two teaspoons before a meal can really stimulate those digestive juices and help you break down your foods properly. Uh, you can take digestive enzymes in supplement form, which are really, really helpful. Or there is something called, and some of you might have heard of it because it is quite common. It's called ibogast, I-B e-r-o-g-a-s-t and this is actually a bitter herb combination you can buy it at chemist warehouse or any chemist really it's quite an easy one to get your hands on but it does have nine medicinal herbs in it so things like uh, bitter bitter candy tuft i might say this wrong angelica chamomile caraway saint mary's thistle lemon bar peppermint um celadine and licorice so this combination of herbs is really, really helpful in digestion, okay? So you can buy them singular, like I said, and you can buy other brands as well. I just know this one and um, I know that it can be quite helpful. So these kind of bitter herbs or digestive enzymes, they work together to normalize stomach muscle activity so that you're actually moving that food through. Uh, it can calm your stomach nerves because you can get quite hypersensitive nerves if you're often reacting to food or you do have uh, what we call IBS. Also, it can reduce that bloating and fat flatulence, so gas, and also inflammation in that gut. So it can be really, really helpful. Again, it's not the root cause, but it is a symptom relief that if you're struggling day to day, give them a shot and see if they help you. And the last one really is on probiotics. So take a probiotic with the strain um, Bifobactam infatus has been shown to really help relieve GI discomfort. So that Bifobactam strain can be really, really helpful. But again, if you do have, or you already know that you've got SIBO or a bacterial overgrowth, you might want to start with a spore-based probiotic. So there's one called Megaspore, which can be really, really helpful because it's actually more of an adaptogen. So it just works on building up your good gut flora because that's just one thing that I sometimes find with clients is if you do have SIBO, we have a large bacterial overgrowth and you're popping another bacteria on top of it. We usually don't do that in the first four to eight weeks just because you can be more reactive it's something that we implement a little bit later so have a play around with that strain if you can find it at your local chemist and see if that's helpful for you in the short term as well 
so I hope that was helpful there's five sort of quick tip things there that you can play around with but if you do struggle with bloating or struggle with IBS and you're like oh Sheridan I've tried all these things and they're just not helping then please reach out uh, I'm more than happy to answer your questions maybe give my bloating challenge a go that might be helpful for you as well you can sign up for that on my website it does give you lots of information and recipes that you can try otherwise please reach out say hello hit subscribe please rate and review the podcast so that other women can find it and as always i hope to talk to you soon thank you for listening to another episode of the empowered hormone podcast if you know a female who needs some empowerment please forward repost tag or share and let's get women talking